0: Welcome back everybody. Today we're continuing our conversations about what American physical therapy clinics might be able to learn from Canadian physiotherapy with Raj, the co-founder of Foundation Physiotherapy and Wellness in Toronto. If you haven't listened to part one, I recommend you go back and give that a listen. You don't want to miss his tips on how to get your PTs really engaged in increasing patient retention. So in this episode, we're going to find out the one thing that Raj has contributed to his practice success over the last three years, So let's jump back in. Here's part two with Raj and Neil.
1: Um, So so let's switch gears here a little bit here and talk about... Uh, Some, some strategies I I see work really well for Canadian clinics. And there's a few clinics here in the U S that we see that have incorporated different disciplines in them. And, and, and you've done this really well in your clinic. So can you tell us a little bit about your kind of multidiscipline approach, kind of different services that you actually offer in your clinics?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like, like I said, when we opened the clinic, we were actually just foundation physiotherapy, um, then kind of around six years, five, six years in, we became, we added end Wellness to our name just because we thought like, like we understood as consumers and even, you know, having an insurance plan myself, my insurance plan covered me for physical therapy, chiropractic, massage, and other things like naturopathic and mental health, which we expanded into a bit later, but definitely the, the three big physical therapies of Ontario are physio, chiroid, and massage, and, I mean, if you love your brand enough and you want people to, to come back to your brand, then you gotta offer more services, right? Um, because they might spend their, you know, the first way we expanded was into Cairo because they might need continued plan of care. Um, and if they've exhausted one set of benefits, they could probably keep seeing the Cairo. So having a chiropractor in-house was helpful um, to work together with them. Uh, and then massage was helpful as well because it allowed people to continue on to stay. Right, They need a reason to come back to your clinic every month or every six weeks and massage is a great way to do that, <laughs> right? You don't have to be injured per, per se to get a massage. So it kind of started with that kind of thinking, right? Let's get them to use kind of like their quote unquote, like their healthcare dollars within our one facility. It also takes the pressure off the client so they don't have to find a new new place. It also takes the pressure off the therapist because the therapist doesn't have to refer out of house, right? The therapist can refer in house, the, the primary therapist. and. Uh, over COVID, that evolved to more virtual services like naturopathic and, and mental health. You know, because we we're more a physical clinic, it was hard to offer like psychotherapy and, and naturopathic services in the clinic. But having virtual platforms available, uh, we were able to partner with the naturopath and the psychotherapist and offer their services through our platform as well. And if you have a large enough email database, um, you know, you can start emailing your patients that these services are available, and someone will bite, right? Mm-hmm. And that just builds on that. And it's also good for your therapist, too, because if people are experiencing chronic health problems or any other issues with, you know, the evidence moving towards more of a biopsychosocial view of looking at health from a from an evidence-based standpoint, having these referral sources and these resources are helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I know when I was a practicing physio, I would have loved to have like a mental health therapist so easy to refer my patients to. And if my employer had taken care of that for me, that's what we're doing for our team. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's fantastic. And like so I so said, good. It's kind of a good, kind of clean, offer everything in house kind of thing, you know.
1: Yeah, and and uh, I think this is a really important thing for, especially as as things are opening up now, the people are used to going, um, you know, more back into clinics, right, for services. Um, where are the opportunities for for your clinics out there, right, for for uh, our listeners? Like, think about what could you incorporate to to give more to your clients. And I can tell you from a marketing standpoint, our clinics that we work with, like Raj's, that offer a more comprehensive therapy and solution that people gravitate more towards that because they want to know they they see those different um, solutions that are there, whether it's you know physio, chiro, acupuncture, massage, and like wow, they have all this, you know, capabilities here. It it, it attracts people more to the clinics. So uh, that's something for you to definitely look at and the,
2: and the ultimate selling point. to Neil, like the best selling point is the information is shared, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't need to tell, like, we all share the same EMR. So it's easy for me to tell when I refer my patient to massage. I'm like, I've been treating your back for six weeks. My my notes are in there Now I'm going to send you to Abigail who's our massage therapist and she has access to all our notes. And that experience is so much easier for the patient. Cause they don't have to explain everything again. You've yeah. just taken a barrier away from a patient yes. and in, in healthcare, that's such a huge value to them. Right. Yeah, Uh, You just got, so that's, that's your selling factor, I think.
1: Yeah. And if people want to be, you know, they they want to get out of pain, they want to be healthy. Right. And so if we just offer, Hey, get out of pain. Right. But not the, Hey, stay healthy portion. Then we're missing a, we're missing a, a part of that patient model. Right. So where can we incorporate more of that in there?
0: Hey everybody. If you enjoy listening to the PT marketing power hour, it probably means you're the kind of person who wants to grow your clinic and take control of your direct to patient marketing. But what if there was something you could do today to improve your clinic website, attract more patients? Well, there is. Our new 10-minute website makeover workshop is going to teach you how to diagnose your website's problems and show you five simple actions that you could take today to improve your website and attract more new patients. We promise you don't even have to be tech savvy for this. The 10-minute website makeover will work for you. To access this free 10 minute training, just go to practicepromotions.net slash PT makeover. That's PT makeover, no spaces. In just 10 minutes, you can learn simple changes that'll make your website irresistible to new patients. Now, let's get on with the show. So, fantastic uh, insights and advice here, Raj.
1: So, uh, what would you say has helped your practice to grow over these last three years?
2: Great question. Um... I I would actually think like, you know, from an organizational standpoint, I think uh, whoever's, if you're looking at, so let me take that back a step. I think from a vision standpoint, like where do you want your practice to be, right? Do you want it to be a practice? Do you want it to be just a clinic or do you want it to be like a brand, right? And when myself and Matt were kind of reaching that point in in our careers, we decided we want to take this thing next step. But that meant we could no longer be practicing our practice majority of the time. So we also have to move up that notch. So we have to become the leaders and the organizers at, at that top level and create a proper structure. So I think by creating that structure and having specific roles and actually running like a, like a proper organization, that is what's allowed our brains to be a bit more organized and efficient. Um, and, and you can't do that unless you want to know that's where you want to be,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right? And, and I, you know everyone has different vision and different goals. And if you just want to run a small practice, that's great. So you know what that is. But if you want to get a bit bigger, then we have to understand that you can't be purposeful about marketing. If you're spending 40 hours treating patients, right? right? It's going to be very hard. You're going to have to spend at least 10 hours a week on marketing. Right. And then a few hours mar- uh, managing the marketing team. Right. And, and, and whoever else is involved. So you have to be kind of purposeful about how you want to grow and be organized. So I think that's really been the thing that's helped us grow um, is look having that foresight and deciding okay where we want to be and stepping back in our roles as, as treat, treatment providers and more as leaders um you know that, that can create that can create the systems and measure the systems to see whether they're effective
1: yeah fantastic and i couldn't agree more like i think the you, you you really nailed it there where you're talking about you have to have the vision like where do you want this thing to go what do you want it to really be yeah. right and then you have to be able to make the difficult choice of knowing that change in mindset. Like I have to change as a person in order to get to that next level. Right. And then you understand, okay, I have to change. What do I have to learn to get there? Right. And that's, yeah. where, and that,
2: and that's where you have to, might be a little bit uncomfortable because not of you know, you're a PT, I'm a PT. We didn't learn marketing. We didn't learn sales. So you do have to invest in yourself a little bit and mm-hmm. uh, you do have to, you know, maybe, scale back on the clinical learning and and take some time and talk to the right people and the the right groups and get resources on that side of things, because it it could be different in whatever area you're in and understand your community and your network, but you do have to invest in yourself and invest time to take that next step.
1: Yeah. I know for me, like, gosh, it's been, by 18 years, 16 years, something like that, where I I, I realized like, okay, I got to get better at business here. So yeah. <laughs> like 16, 18 years of business, I pretty much have the equivalent of like a, you know, master's in business, but just not, <laughs> not the actual title. I mean, um, hey, for myself, are, you know, like, and I'm yeah. sure you've done it too. I've, I mean, I've spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars on my own business yep. training, right? And so you kind of look back and you're like, wow, you know, you, you did have to invest a lot, learn a lot, time, yeah. But it's it's there for a reason because you you cannot scale your business, you cannot hit your vision unless you realize you have to change yourself and get better yourself.
2: You're gonna invest. You're you're gonna invest time. You're gonna invest money. You're gonna invest in yourself because there are gonna be times you're gonna invest some. You're gonna try something and it doesn't work. You have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because if you know that doesn't work, then you do another thing. Right. You have to be okay with accepting those things because that's how business is like. Right. So um, it almost becomes to a point where like you know you can throw anything at the wall at this point and I'm okay with whatever sticks. I'm, I have no surprises. I have no expectations. Right. Uh, Cause people change quicker, you know, yeah. people change quick and the market changes and, and uh, you have to be ready to change when, when that changes. I think it just makes you a much more efficient leader. Yeah. Uh, I think this last
1: year to- taught us a lot about that.
2: Yeah, students, right? Students, <laughs> right, 100%. Right. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think the parting words would be invest in yourself if you want to grow uh, and know where you're going to grow, know where you're going and know where you're growing.
1: Awesome. Wonderful uh, words of wisdom there. Thank you so much, Raj. I really appreciate Insight. I hope uh, you as listeners out there got a lot of great uh, data today from how you can extrapolate some of the, the successful action Raj has been doing uh, in his clinic. Um, and again, from this kind of Canadian you know, direct to consumer mindset, also how in the clinic, he's really working with his clinicians and his whole staff to be part of this whole experience and marketing. Um, and it's given him a lot of control and success. And Raj, just wish you so much uh, success into the future. I know you're going to do it. Um, and thank you for taking the time to be with our audience today.
2: Thanks, Neil. It was great being here.
0: Well, has today's episode given you ideas to grow your clinic and work on your business, not in it? I hope this can set you up for huge practice growth. But listen, ideas without action are useless start taking action by going over to practicepromotions.net power you can download more than nine checklists and free resources made to coach you through simple proven marketing actions so check it out today that's practicepromotions.net power big thanks to raj for being with us and we'll see you next time